Hello, hello, and welcome to the King Heroes Journey podcast. My name is Beth Martins. I'm here with my special guest, Jacqueline Milne, today. Hello, Jackie. Welcome. Hello, everybody. This is going to be so fun. I was nervous, <laughs> actually, thinking about this one because I'm like, oh, this is this is new and fresh. And and it, and for me, that's really fun. Really fun. Mm, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's my uh, before we get started, letting a few people come on and find us. Uh, that is really how I live my life on the edge. It's uh, it, it, for some people that might sound really stressful that you're always mm -hmm. breaking ground. You're always in a position to not really know uh, what's mm -hmm. going on and, and to be very open to have a beginner's mind is actually a very mm -hmm. beautiful thing. That's the mm -hmm. child archetype where you're, you're able to take things in. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's, uh, yeah, I was in a, a law meeting the other night where we're hosting a group to go through jurisdictionary, as you're aware of, and you were there. And uh, there's one, one point I said, okay, well, I'll just suck my thumb. I think I asked somebody what acquitted meant. <laughs> I'll just suck my thumb over so here. And... I like it. it yeah. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yeah. And just yeah. saying hi to a few people in the chat mm -hmm. who are showing up. Hello, Dean HD. Nice to see you. Uh, Lisa's here. Hello, Heartline Realm. And uh, Evan says he's driving, but will be listening. So that's, that's awesome. Oh, awesome. Glad awesome. to have you guys here. If anybody's yeah. new to the channel, welcome. This uh, King Heroes Journey podcast is to host those strong souls out there that are willing to say the things that people uh, sometimes don't want to hear and to move with skill in the process. Jackie and I have talked about this quite a bit, what it's, uh, you know, it's so easy to get into pride in the truth world and, and mm -hmm. uh, exponentially more so when it comes to mm -hmm. the Bible and mm -hmm. spirituality and religion. Right. Mm -hmm. So yes, I've seen yes. a lot of wars in 2021 yeah. among yeah. my friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You kind yeah. of expect it out there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've got the prophecy what's what, uh, how Christians are going to be viewed in this whole arena. And uh, there's just something so beautiful about, about openness. And, uh, you know, my, my podcasts have always been an example of, a whole variety of different perspectives and I, I come to it all open so, mm -hmm. so that I can take what is there rather than reject, mm -hmm. you know, even if it's mm -hmm. not really up my alley and I didn't know it before I got on the stream, mm -hmm. there's always something that can mm -hmm. be pulled from it from, for myself and, uh, and my guests. So, uh, yeah. So hello, Alicia and Candace is here. There's, there's a scripture, sorry, that that you I want to share. I don't know where it is. I'd have to look it up, but it's exactly supporting what you just said. The Bible itself encourages us to hang on to the good and let go of the bad. Well, how do we do that? But through experience, right? So as we go through life, we learn, and then this thing might be good for a while, and then oh, we got to let it go, and then pick up. So hang on to the good, let go of the bad is a process. It's a process. So, so, and that is something that is, and how do we build back? Well, for me, it's always the reference point, which I'll, we'll talk about today is how we can go out with this new information because there's always someone new and we learn something that's very interesting. Do we go off and start following them or do we go, Oh, what is it in their message that is so attractive? Huh? Maybe the Christ is shining through some of the cracks okay and that's how i do it so i'll go oh look at i can see there is a reflection that's mirroring the wisdom communicated through jesus mm. and so then that's how you do it and so then you don't follow anyone 
you right. keep coming back and you keep bringing it back to Jesus. And that's one of the secrets to me of Jesus. Absolutely brilliant. I love that. Yep. It's, uh, it, it, we, we are somewhere, you know, wired, programmed, brainwashed to, to look for that guru, to, to want someone to follow again, the child archetype. It's like, I can't be self-responsible. I can't make my own decisions. And I'm always going to have to put this in somebody else's hands to, to lead me. Right. Uh, I'd I'd actually be curious to jump in first. I I would love to, to introduce you properly for those who, who don't know you. We've done one other interview on this channel. So if you haven't caught that, that was excellent as well. Uh, I know you're a longtime student of the Bible who has avoided religious indoctrination and association, just as we're talking about it with, uh, with any particular group. And mm-hmm. so that makes this uh, very valuable. She's um, Jacqueline is also Métis, married woman of three children, and mm-hmm. up in the Northwest Territories. You're the first person that I've ever met or worked with <laughs> and, uh, and hosted from up there. So forgive us if any connection starts to to wobble at all. Where mm-hmm. it's actually miraculous that we can do this. Um, so uh, Jackie's also the founder of a farm school training program for in- mm-hmm. integrated regenerative farming systems and methods. And for that, she was honored by the governor general and given a special medal, uh, which is the highest honor a civilian mm-hmm. can receive. <laughs> so good. And I and, and I love your story about how that came about, how you could mm-hmm. help others. Right? You weren't mm-hmm. seeking notoriety or seeking letters behind your name for any reason except. That, that your people would have confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And and there is a different. It you know like with the archetypes and the energy you know, so like you're an example of some of that new information that I'm learning that now I bring back in to my personal reflection and study and reading and listening of the scriptures and then i see it and when i see there's a match then i always dig deeper and there is for sure for sure a powerful match with the archetypes for sure we're gonna have a lot of fun with this (laughs) i love it yeah someone challenged me earlier saying oh the bible never talks about archetypes they might be satanic like this and uh, and i'm like no actually i I just want to let you know it's all it's all mm-hmm. archetypes. Now it's not mm-hmm. necessarily only archetypes because we've right. got the history, but so mm-hmm. yeah, that, that, that's good. And, and just to finish talking about it, you're also a survivor of um, mm-hmm. a 20 year survivor of an active and dangerous, dangerous personality cult in Canada. So that's given you a lot yeah. of experience. They snagged you right out of high school. And yeah. uh, so there's lots of videos on Jackie's channel where you can go and hear some of those stories. There's one really powerful story. I don't know if we're going to, if you're going to share it, mm-hmm. I had intended mm-hmm. to share it today about the the, the Dene um, um, man and situation. Maybe we could weave that in. That's so powerful. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and, and uh, we're also going to talk about primal power. So Jacqueline is mm-hmm. going to be my special guest to co-teach and bring the Bible forward because I could have like a little baby just gone and searched the right Bible verses and given mm-hmm. what I know. But, uh, but it gives me great comfort that you have spent so many years diving mm-hmm. in at a deep level and seeing the many, many layers of meaning and and value that we have to get in, in that scripture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anything else you want to share before we jump in? No, no, I think this is going to be special. I can feel it. <laughs> so when I have that feeling, I know something, you know, it's like, it's, it's going to be, yeah, I'm looking forward to this day. And 
the whole rest of the year, I think some very encouraging. I think we're just receptive now. We're hungry. We're getting hungry now. So that hunger, just like anything, helps us be more discerning. Okay, when you're really hungry, a piece of lettuce or some solid piece of cheese, you might go for the piece of cheese because you're really hungry now. And that's kind of like, I feel that where we're at. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, if, if there's any way to describe it in, in 2021, that the hunger came in. It was just like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna, gonna take the food that's there. Absolutely, the mm -hmm. high quality, nutrient dense one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, although I love lettuce, it's, it's a great food too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's right. So where would you like to begin uh, talking about, you know, where, what, I know you've got some things up your sleeve, so yeah. I'm going to actually mm -hmm. pass it to you right yeah. now. Where yeah. would you like to start? Okay. okay. Well, so, so, um, you know, with what, when you asked me, you know, we discussed the consideration and the topic and the archetypes. And then, of course, um, there's a lot about around Jesus. And like you and I have had some private conversations and I was explaining to you how, because of my personal experience, okay, through the cult, what helped me get free from the cult was I went deeper into the Bible and there was a scripture where, now, you know, I should be able to remember it, but the content of it was, the heavens opened, God spoke and said, this is my son, the beloved, listen to him. And what happened is I realized there's a difference between directly listening to Jesus and having someone repeat and translate and interpret what they think he's trying to say to me. Right. Bingo. So then once that was able to open in my mind there was this freedom because now god is literally instructing us each personally to find that part of our soul that has enough confidence that it can hear and make sense of what might be communicated to us through the living word of god jesus and all that it entails Okay, the whole big package. And so what I want to do is for the content today is I'm going to, I didn't think this topic would take us here. I was trying to imagine. So all I did was think about it and then start thinking about this, uh, good examples. And so the one that came to me the strongest is the account of Cain and Abel. And I thought, okay, I can see this will be a really good example to show a lot of different things at the same time. And so for the audience, before we get too forward in, I want to read an important scripture that speaks about Jesus, which is kind of where I get that, where I've coined the, you know, when I say Jesus is the cipher for the Bible and why, why am I saying that? So this is in, in Colossians and it's in chapter two. And it says here, may, may your you know, that our hearts may be encouraged, having met, been knit together in love, okay, and attaining to all the wealth that comes from the full assurance of understanding, resulting in a true knowledge of God's mystery, 
that is Christ himself, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Okay. <laughs> that, Love it. That's, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, could, I, could I make a, just yeah. a quick comment? Sure. Uh, sure. It, you know, it's the same in the law because that's going to be the focus of the primal power is God's law. And uh, so if you don't allow yourself to think for yourself in that arena, then mm -hmm. it's, it's not, uh, it's not alive. And it's likely not to be effective because it doesn't hold your intention. People always mm -hmm. argue about interpretation, but it's 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 I think more about intention than it is about just like oh well this is my version. Do you? Yeah, yes, and also what I've noticed in myself as I was going through my journey is there's a part of us that actually doesn't trust our own self. Okay, there's a part of us that's afraid to trust our own final decision. And what we want is to have a way out and have someone we can blame. Oh, yes, but it was that person or this thing or like Adam, well, God, it's your fault because it's the woman you gave me. So it's this, so, well, what is it? It's because there's a part of us that's afraid that we might make the wrong decision or wrong choice. And that's part of that shadow that we don't want to see, right? And so, so mm -hmm. that's just one, you know, one little example. So, so the the Bible truly is a deep emotional, like if we allow ourselves to really open up and not be afraid, because remember, in the garden at the beginning, Adam and Eve were naked. There was this exposed, open, like a little child. They run around naked. They aren't scared to have their whole self revealed mm -hmm. to be honest right and so slowly you know part of what the the metaphor of adam and eve so so basically the dominant narrative or the dominant way of looking at the account of of genesis is a pattern that has we've fallen into with the whole bible but what i want to say is how many of us have seen those russian dolls you know, and there's a little doll inside, nested, 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 okay? So this is, okay, so when you open that little doll and there's that little tiny doll, okay, that might be if there was a real man and a real woman and a little small scale uh, enactment of their life. Okay, but that is not the whole story because the whole story is you put those dolls together and then there's this big doll that over, okay, encapsulates it all. That's the highest applicable metaphor you can see. And so then if you look at the whole collective race of mankind, okay, then you see, okay, how does this pattern still fit? How can we see this as, a, a, as something that is explaining this journey now that Adam and Eve triggered with these events that occurred, okay? So that's what I want to talk about and show in the, in these scriptures. Yeah. Fantastic. So okay. So I'll Very just, I'll, okay. So what I'll do. So I read that one to everyone about Jesus. Okay. So he's the cipher. Okay. So now another very, great, cipher. I, okay. I keep looking, I keep looking it up myself, but when you say Jesus is a cipher, mm -hmm. uh, do you want to tell your meaning of that? Okay. So it's like, he's a key. Like, he says he's knocking and the door will open. 
Okay, if we hear, okay, so a cipher is like a way of translating. So when they're, say there's an old language that that isn't spoken anymore, and they're trying to, they're trying to understand, they find a pattern. It's always in pattern recognition. Okay, mm. and that's the cipher. And once you have a piece of the pattern, then you can start figuring out more and more and more of the whole pattern and then you begin to be able to understand the language and we know that jesus is called what the word of god so jesus is a cipher on many levels many would you also many mm -hmm. nice would you also call jesus an archetype or, or is that a, a, a different yes yes yeah. yes okay. he is an archetype okay. from adam so if, if we want to have the biggest archetype, it'll be the full potential expression of possible behaviors able to be transmitted in our experience as a living man or woman. And, nice. and that's what it is. That's what nice. it is. That's what nice. it is. And, and I love your, your point about finding a piece of it and, and you found the whole of it once you sound, found a pattern. And that's why archetype work is as, uh, you know, quickening as it is. Mm -hmm. Like you could say, mm -hmm. it, they're so powerful. It's not really like that. The power's in you, the power's in God. Yes. But once you find patterns, you yes. found order. You found yeah. it, it what because it it feels like chaos. It it, it certainly looks like chaos, especially these days. Mm -hmm. But uh, but by tapping into the order, you you've um, you know you hit the 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 fast forward button in being yes. able to. I, I love your your um, what you said also about you know the history of the Bible and the, the takedowns of the of the, the civilizations or the falling of the yes. civilizations, the empires, yes. and how yes. it keeps giving us these clues yes. about yes. you know where we're. At and and what we might see coming. So I'll let you yeah. talk now. Yeah. So so it's kind of like music. Okay. So yeah. you could say it's also to recognize the pattern is to recognize the rhythm, the beat, the mm. frequency, the, mm. the the cycle of it. So so on a large 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 huge timeline, and then small timelines. So so that's that pattern that pattern recognition is in it's actually hard it it's hard to actually articulate it grand enough and it's a very easy thing to dismiss so that's the peculiar thing about it it's a it, it's like that seed it's like that little thing that you think oh that that's not big enough but it is <laughs> <Love> <laughs> if you it. allow yourself yeah that's that's the secret you see because it all like you think about a whole tree is folded down inside that seed okay mm -hmm. so and the seed what's very interesting with the seed is when it opens there's two leaves of equal symmetry okay there two so they're like you know how we talk about the archetypes are also to me about this balancing of our existence between the influence of the higher mind and the the physical existence and the 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 information that we get from our flesh, okay? Because there are impulses. So I'll just get into it. So um, when, one more scripture about Jesus, and then I'll get into the scriptures with Cain and Abel, and, and I'll explain this. We know it says that um, in Revelation of Jesus, if anyone hears my voice, he says, and opens the door, 
So Jesus is knocking. There's these, you know, references to this call from Christ to open this door. Okay. So since I said um, I wanted to talk about the, the very first ones, um, there's a lot of these in the Bible. So it's not just Cain and Abel or Adam and Jesus. There's Jacob and Esau. There's David and Goliath. There's Sarah and Hagar. There's actually multiple times where there are these two individuals that make these two opposite types of choices that affect their behavior. And then, and so the primary thing is, so um, is discerning <laughs> when you're choosing life and when you're trying to run away from death. Bingo. <laughs> you see, and you can think, oh, that's a good thing. I'm running away from death because I'm motivated from fear. So what I'm doing must be good. Okay, well, Cain and Abel, what happened there? If you go, if we, let's go, I'm going to go to it. So that to me is the perfect first archetype to realize they were dealing with fear, a base animalistic fear for survival. Because remember the story of Adam and Eve when they were put out of the garden, God said to Adam, by the sweat of your brow, you will eat bread. Okay, so literally, physically, they, okay, now the, the beginning of civilization, okay, is, trust you me, you know what it is, the biggest thing, the biggest breakthrough and why all our calendars originally around the agriculture calendar it was when we were able to find a way to keep track of the growing season. When men, when men stop being like animals, being controlled by the seasons, I don't think my cows pay attention to when winter's coming. They don't. <laughs> they're, they're complete victims to the seasons, okay? Mm -hmm. Which would mm -hmm. what keep causing them a huge die-off would occur. Okay, but right. so in the... Yes. So now Cain and Abel, the big account that happened, the conflict between those two brothers is in Genesis chapter four. Okay. And they offered, it said, so we don't really know why they did this, but I'm, so I'm being hypothetical. I'd say they were having a food shortage and uh -huh. they wanted to, yeah. Yeah. Cause they were like, something's wrong with our food supply. And there's a shortage and we know we, you know, so we need God's help. And so what's the motive? And so Abel brought the firstborn of a lamb, okay, which for food, he would then as a man, a physical man, be able to replace that lamb and nurse and, and be fed by the milk of that mother you which would keep him alive for mm -hmm. sure keep mm -hmm. him alive okay so he even though he was being affected by the fear of death he gave something he loved because trust you me shepherds love their baby lambs okay <laughs> i know there's like that is not that would not be an easy thing to do absolutely okay no that was not a murderous thing that was a trusting thing whereas cain came and he brought vegetables and it said that his offering was not accepted. But is it because it was the vegetables or was it because of the motive? You see, what was in the drive 
that was, was it a token? Well, I'll just, oh, what, you know, well, maybe I could give him this. I don't like that anyways. Uh, well, I hate eating asparagus, so I'll give God that, um, you know, like, <laughs> the, you know, and then maybe yeah. I'll get, yeah, that, you know, that attitude. Okay. So, quick, so then, really quick story. I was sure, eating, sure. I was eating, I was eating pizza with a friend and uh, it fell on the floor and I mm -hmm. joked, oh, that piece is for God. And then mm -hmm. I heard God say, next time you give me something, don't throw it on the floor first. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like even the joke, but I immediately well, heard this. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you just, you start seeing it. It's this inside of us because you see there's a part of us that's the mammal that its job is to survive right now like oh, i gotta drink this water right now yeah me too <laughs> or i might die of thirst right well but does that mean it's okay to go and steal someone's well and murder them because i need to drink water to survive right right according to the animalistic side of us that would be justified like when people turn to eating each other that no how can they do that Yes, that is what I see the larger metaphor for the account of Cain and Abel, because it's like inside of them, because remember the account with Eve, when she, she was cursed, because this is why people sometimes think, oh, she reproduced with the serpent and stuff like that. This is what they're trying to figure out. Because it said here, um, it, of the woman, when she was cursed, she said, Be, I will put enmity between you, that he's speaking to the serpent, and the woman, and between her, your seed and her seed. He shall bruise you, the serpent, on the head. That's the intellect. And you shall bruise him on the heel. We will not be dominated by our lower animalistic nature forever. And that's what Christ has shown us, how to rise above the base animalistic instinct that will drive us to be cruel and merciless and heartless and kill our own brother. There you go. And, uh, and you know, the whole Old Testament, what I've been seeing, the, the law that was passed down, it, it had that cruelty in it. And it had rigidity and it was this like, you can't feed yourself and your family. You can't go fishing on, on the, on the Sabbath because that's right, an insult right. against yeah. God. You're, you're sinning, yeah. you're evil. Yeah. And, yeah. and, but it couldn't be further from the actual truth. Right. Right. Because yes, we can get into that. So, so what happens is it gets inverted because if we're greedy and selfish, we want to be able to fish on that day because part of what God, if you allow yourself to see. So, but basically what it is, is it's what well, I'm trying, I had a little crystal. Um, if you just have a crystal and you set it on, on the table in the sun, it'll sparkle when the sun moves, there'll be these pretty little sparkles and you go, oh, wow, that's so beautiful. But if you have, if you pick it up and then you hold it in the light and you turn it and all of a sudden you'll start seeing way more sparkles. Okay, so that's what Jesus does for us. If we allow ourselves, we can start all of a sudden, we can start looking at these other metaphorical applications of all, all I mean, all of it, 
all of the Bible. If you allow yourself to see those higher metaphors, and this is what within the church has become stalemated because they're locked in. They just like they have a pet, uh, um, uh, you know, when you cut a diamond and they just want to look at that one beautiful reflection and they get stuck on it and they don't want to allow They become afraid to turn it and look from all angles. Okay. And look what we, you don't worry. You can always to, go back. Mm-hmm. And look what we do to diamonds mm-hmm. is, no, uh, is set. We set them. Right. Yeah. So it, it only yeah. has one yeah. possible, right. Just as a metaphor for yeah. what you're saying there. Yeah. It's exactly. And yes, you do have a beautiful reflection there, but it's not the only one because going mm-hmm. back to that cipher, you see, cause remember, Life is dynamic and always changing. So how can the Bible possibly stay relevant? It's through the metaphors. That's how it mm. stays relevant. There, it, it, Because yes, it's a historical account, but it's written, those pe- the, everyone, the story is, it's like the, this deeper message of the spiritual interacting with the flesh. Okay? And, and that, that struggle, that journey, mm-hmm. that interface, and by through free will choice because god also says i place life and death before you choose life and keep living and so what happened is through the jewish system because that spirit of cain it's very much connected to the spirit of cain because it's like but yes, living document. Yes, yes, exactly. Living. It's living. The word of God is alive because it can continually be relevant because these lessons and struggles are eternal. The mastery of this to receive the gift of being a mammal, a mammalian existence is a gift, but it has challenges. And so going back to um, Eve. So it's like now it's like God is saying, well, let's say these two seeds, the first expression was Abel. He foreshadowed Jesus and Cain is like the seed of the devil because he was listening to the lie because Jesus said of the Pharisees that they were offsprings of vipers. And, and uh, they really, they really, it, because they said, and your father, they, he said, your father is the father of the lie. How? How? What does it mean? And so that's what I want to dig into is how, what lie, okay? Mm-hmm. If God said, I place life and death before you, go ahead. You have, want to say something? I can't, I can't help myself from jumping in. This is a scary question to ask in public, but okay. <clears throat> so with, with, with Cain and Abel and, and Jesus and the devil, <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Are you talking about two different archetypes here, or are you talking about the same the same different sides of the same archetype? This is slippery yeah. slopes here. I agree. You know what? I um, I'm not exactly sure. Mm-hmm. So because you got to realize, I've been like really the Bible is my main lens mm-hmm. that I'm always looking through. Like, like honestly, I didn't even realize until I met you how much I think about the Bible. It's in my brain every day. Like it's just part of my thinking process mm-hmm. now. Okay. And so what I'm noticing is I went, okay, I'm seeing this. So what I could say is Jesus and the de- and Satan, 
okay? You could say Satan is Cain, okay? Because Cain's the offspring of that way of thinking. Because for sure what the devil did or Satan did was influence Eve's thought process and her decision-making process, okay? So that you could say is the reference of the spirit, that higher capacity of man to now override their instinctual um, actions, okay? So then God said, I place life and death before you. So then doesn't that mean we should choose life at all cost? Because God told <laughs> us, right? We're supposed to stay alive. Right. Right. So is okay. that a is that a is that a is that a twisting of the what it is, <laughs> is it's revealing what's inside of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see, the way you the way we read the Bible we don't realize it is mirroring exactly where we are. Okay. If we're, if we're really a literalist, really um, just in the physical, we tend to just, this is just a trend. You'll very easily identify with the individuals, the, all the individual. Okay. Adam. Yes. Eve. Yes. Like a man, a woman, a man, man, like you'll identify it seems that the physical part of us very easily identifies with the historical account. The spiritual part of us is the part that starts seeing the metaphor. And that part's harder because it starts showing us parts of ourself that we didn't see before. Right. And, and may not want to see. <laughs> right. Like the Pharisees did not want to see the shadow of themselves and what the shadow was for if I look at the, what they had done is they had abandoned paying attention to what was the seat of their inner motivation. OK, so they thought, well, it doesn't matter if I fantasize about killing that guy. It doesn't matter if I fantasize about stealing from him. It doesn't matter if I fantasize as long as I wash my hands up to my elbow and I sacrifice this thing every Sunday, I'm good. Right. And that's what Jesus said. No, 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 no. That's not what it's, it's, it's because that's the physical devoid of the spirit. And now the problem is we can also go so far to the spirit. We abandon it's like, it doesn't matter what we do physically. It doesn't matter if we pollute our body. It doesn't matter if we don't take care of our health. It's all spiritual. God's going to fix this for us. So you see, what's happened is both the Jewish system went off balance one way, and then the, the, the newer Christian went off balance. It's both of them are off balance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because what we're, and this is to me again, how it connects back to those archetypes. It's, because one, the, you know, the one that makes the, you know, allows the energy to flow, which um, I think is deeply connected to the language of um, in the Bible, when it speaks about Satan, it also uses the term the devil. Now, what's important is if you look up the, Satan, okay, it actually means the resistor. That's actually what, so if you go into the root, it gets interesting because the devil, to be a devil, 
is to oppose, okay, the cause of God, okay, so to resist, okay, so, ah, now about the archetypes, okay, it depends, maybe sometimes we do need to take care of our flesh, it is time to eat a little bit of food, it is time to drink a little bit of water, it is, so it's not always bad to take care of your, right? Yeah, it's not it's not a big error. God didn't no. didn't plant the flesh as as a, a, a huge temptation to catch mm -hmm. you up in your weak moments and right. make it impossible for you to walk. I mean, it, it, and what you're talking about to me, the the beauty of working with archetypes is is the potential for wholeness, like greater and greater wholeness to yes. embrace yes. all of it. You yes, know, yourself and and whatever yes. it is that you're seeking. Yes, yes, yes. So. So what I'm gonna so so that so just to see so why I wanted to mention this uh, it's uh, and with the devil which I thought you know your audience might find very interesting is there's been a long journey of people that have been trying to get their mind free to read the Bible and that opening really hit the world once the Bible printing societies came on the scene and made the Bible simply available to the working class, no strings attached. They didn't have to attend a church anymore. That was in the mid 1800s. Now, because of that outcome from that is what's called the Adventist movement. Now, people don't know, but the Adventist movement is kind of a newer uh, uh uh, uh, opinion that came once the Bible, okay? So now out of these Adventist groups, there are these little fringe groups that picked up on some very interesting things. Now, one of them is called the Christadelphians, okay? Mm -hmm. I actually I got, know. have you ever heard of them? Have nope. you ever heard of them? Okay, nope. okay. I actually got to meet some a few years ago, and um, excuse me, they have a very interesting way of considering they think the devil and satan are not technically real entities that it's the darkness it's our shadow that is expressing into the world okay so it's like an attitude that's mm -hmm. what they believe now there are scriptures that that definitely we will come to a point because of the language of the Bible doesn't seem to want to um, at least express that that is Satan. Satan seems to be expressed as an actual entity, a being. But to be a devil, we could become a devil. If we oppose the will of God, you could say Cain became a devil when he killed his own brother. You see, so so there. It's not that these other views are impossible to be communicated. So it's not wrong for this very small group. I mean, they might be fifty thousand adherents. They're a really small little group. So, and just because they, and what happens is that teaching brings more personal accountability. And a lot of people don't want that. Exactly. We want to be able to say the devil made me do it. 
<laughs> right, and exactly with such a popular phrase. Yeah, yeah I'm possessed. I even said it the other night <clears throat> about the, yeah. the lost stuff. I could just, you know, I know yeah. it's not true, and I have to take that out of my vocabulary. But and this is yeah. a very, very sticky point. This is this is where I think. Um, you know, we can, it, it's easy to get off track. I know it's highly nuanced, but I just, just mm -hmm. still feel like I want to speak to it. And mm -hmm. there was a time probably where I would, I would talk about, uh, you know, evil and the shadow of an archetype being the same thing, right? So that there's, mm -hmm. there's, you know, because I actually didn't believe in evil. I didn't mm -hmm. believe it was naive. Mm -hmm. I, it was mm -hmm. very childlike and it's mm -hmm. like, you know, it's just the hidden and it acts like your enemy and scale. But mm -hmm. now I'm mm -hmm. very different. What's what's hidden is still uh, an innocence. You're 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 just simply not aware of it. Does it mm -hmm. try to get your attention and create some havoc in your life? Yes, absolutely, because mm -hmm. everything is meant to come into mm -hmm. light. Mm -hmm. And then the way I'm seeing it, I'm curious how how you would uh, yeah. would talk about this now. It's that uh, that 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 the true evil interacts with the hidden. It 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 uh, it yes. capitalizes on yes. that willingness because you are you're putting energy into that we think avoidance yes. is, is yes. a withdrawal energy it's actually a deep investment in energy yes. that can be picked yes. up and i'm going to let you yes. talk now yes yes <laughs> yes thank you for asking those questions because it this is how beautiful the scriptures are if we allow them to show us so we'll go back to this account with cain and abel so it says here uh, it that he brought Abel brought his offering, but, but for Cain and for his offering, he had no regard. God dis dismissed it. And I say it's because of the, what was the motive. Okay, so then what happens? It says Cain became very angry and his countenance fell. Okay, and then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? Energy. It's going down, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. Then he says, um, "If you do well, will your will not your countenance be lifted up? And if you do not do well, see. So even though he had had that negative emotional experience, he was not condemned for it. Right. It was when he continued to carry it." Now listen to this. If you and sin is crouching at the door and its desire is for you. Now, this word and sin is crouching at you at the door. The word crouching if you do a word study, so every single Bible, every single word in the Bible has got a, 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 a dictionary that you can go to to look at the the whole meaning and the root root words crouching, yes yeah mm -hmm. is linked to a predator crouching right. okay okay now this is significant because we have some predator-like creatures mentioned in the book of revelation okay now the other reason i feel this is so significant is remember it said sin is crouching at the door who else is at the door knocking Jesus right so it's recognizing now the energy in your own soul your own motives can you be honest and say hmm I'm actually being driven by fear now 
not love. Okay, so then let's keep reading. But you must master it. That's what he. That's what God said to Cain. You must master it. Kate, but that's not what happened. And it came about, they were in the field, and he killed his brother. Now, there's a few more I want to jump to because it is quite curious here. He said, uh, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. And because it only says his blood and there's no reference to a body, this is why the English word cannibal is constructed <laughs> from Cain ate Abel. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. And the Canaanites. No. Okay. So cannibalism is part, it's a very, it's like a shameful part of our animalistic ancestry and heritage that as a species, we want to look away from, okay? Because mm -hmm. it's so difficult to even think we would do that, okay? Because that's the root, that's the father. You are vipers, your father, because if we are not careful, like a viper's also often got that poisonous, venomous bite, which is a reference to the sin. And the sin is, to me, when you will kill or you will destroy life. So even the earth, like I think that's why when we overexploit the environment, it's also a sin. Because it's not wrong for us to receive from nature, from the surplus, okay? But it becomes wrong when we predatorize and take mm -hmm. and, and 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 so what starts happening is we're feeding from the death process instead of being nourished from the abundance of life yeah yeah okay? exactly and we see this so prevalent right now that that um, people are are being invited to take a poison injection into yes. their body yes. and and, yes. and yes. because of that motive then yeah. then they they will receive that harm yes. they're, they're yes. actively uh you know unconsciously seeking, yes. seeking yes. self-harm yes. in that yes. and, and the harm of others and wanting yes. it for others yes yes so then i was gonna I'm, I'm trying to remember i wrote so many scriptures down i get ahead of myself there was the <laughs> one about the mark on cain's forehead which i so so what's really interesting about cain is it said that because of his sin it said when you cultivate the ground, it will no longer yield its strength to you. Well, that's the same curse that was put on his father. Okay, so there's a, yeah, when, so, so, so when, we're talking the archetype here. Yeah, go ahead. So when you cultivate, just to repeat, when you cultivate the ground, what, what was the end of that? Oh, he, he said, it, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood. When you, cultivate when you cultivate the ground, it will no longer yield its strength to you. Because they're feeding off of the death process. It's like, instead of nurturing life, because you're not afraid of death. You see, often, why do we hoard? Why do we overexploit? Because mm -hmm. of the fear of death. It's always a fear of death, like your work with the archetypes. <laughs> it's that's what lit me up because that's at the root of it, trying to help us get. And so what would happen, like literally when you're farming, if you just take, 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 take 
from your land, it will die. The, the microbes die, it becomes a desert. So, so because of his attitude, because he allowed his fear to, so probably what he did is he literally killed his brother and ate him because he was starving and right. he was afraid he was going to die. Right. And that's what happened. And so mm -hmm. then now, why is this relevant? You see, this is the early, early, early books of the Bible. And Cain is said to have a mark on his forehead. Okay. And then it said that no one was supposed to kill him. And everyone is like, that doesn't make sense because you would think he's a murderer. But it said not to kill him and that there was this mark on him. And if someone did kill him, they were to even be uh, chastised seven times. Hmm. But you know what's really interesting is in the book of Revelation 13, it speaks about the mark of the beast. Doesn't it say the mark of the beast, right? And everybody wonders about that mark of the beast. So let's yeah. just look at it through the lens of what happened with Cain. You see how, so what we can do is we can take this pattern. Remember the trace, pa the tracing paper. Okay. So mm -hmm. imagine each story is drawn on a tracing paper and that hole is a, like, it's a hole onto itself. But if you take these other accounts, you can overlap them. And all of a sudden you can see, oh, they match each other. But the second overlap gives greater detail. It makes it almost like a three-dimensional drawing. Okay, that's how these metaphors will work. And so Revelation chapter 13 and 17, um, I'm not saying I have all the answers here, but I'm just saying, wow, this is really interesting. Because I notice that. Mm -hmm. What I yeah. notice with you is you have immense curiosity. Uh, curiosity and courage are practically the same thing. So you're 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 coming from a high place, and uh, and can see all of this anyway. I just wanted to make that observation. Thank you, thank you very much. Like yes, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, and I I went through that fear. I know about the fear. Oh, I was indoctrinated very deeply. Be afraid. What kind of conclusions that might come up into your mind that are like heretic? And I mm. tell you why, because it might take you out of the church. Uh huh. That's right. it. That's Very real threat. Mm -hmm. A constant then, real threat. Exactly. Yes. So it's, and what is that? That's the fear for the now. Well, we mm -hmm. want to stay alive. We want to keep our church alive. We need to have members to be alive, to survive. So exactly. you see, we're, we're still, and we don't realize it. That fear is hidden inside of us in that portion of Cain. So you could say, spiritual archetypes in ourself is Cain and Abel. Mm. That's the whole thing. And all those archetypes are fragments of, so Abel is also Jesus. So our higher expression, we always lift up, the energy goes through, we are able to let go of the fear, then that positive energy. Because like another thing that I, I just, come on think about it there's a tree in the garden of eden right and there's a green snake in the tree well a green snake a snake is a sine wave okay it's a sine wave a snake slithers that's energy that is a symbol for energy okay and the so, uh snake up the spine mm-hmm 
Yes, yes, yes. And so Jesus was also hung on a tree or on the cross, depends on the Bible you read. And so they each had to, you know, energy. So which one, which one, which is one to stay alive at all cost? Do anything because staying alive is the most important thing. Or is it that there is a higher, higher whole that we can be part of? Okay, and our smaller self might suffer loss, but because we're part of a larger living divine whole, the mystery of the spirit of God can come into our life and give us what we need at that most critical point. And that's what Jesus showed. He was willing to go the whole distance because he trusted that completely, and he did. His body was made alive again. Because that life force, because to me, what it was is the resistor is that inside himself, he conquered his own fear. In that garden, when he dripped those drops of blood from his head, that is what connects him back to Adam. In the sweat of your brow, you will eat bread. Well, he ate bread from heaven the will of God. He chose to nourish his soul by a higher motive. And his body ended up dying. So so it's the Bible is so much about this force that controls, influences us, doesn't control us, but greatly influences us. And it's such a deep fear. It goes so far back into our DNA. I really think this is about our evolutionary uh, uh, advancement. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's 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 very deep and complex. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not little. So then, going back to this mark. Okay, what was interesting is it's a mark of a beast. And Cain, it said, sin was crouching at the door, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like an animal, like a predator. So, and then what was really curious is that it said. Because it says this number is the m- number of a man, okay, and it's 666. Well, what's curious is with Abel, it said seven times and Lamech 77 times. So the fact that a number seven, and so I thought, okay, so what is that? To me, what it is, this is, I'm just going to be honest, is that God said, Cain needs to see he's going to die because of what he did, not because of anything else he is not going to die a victim he is going to die an organic death 100 percent based on every choice he continues to make because he's choosing death he's choosing death he's choosing death and when we start to choose life we begin to receive the life force the holy spirit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow. There's so much here. Oh my gosh, Jackie. There was a time when I was sick with cancer and a a major epiphany for me was never in my life have I had I chosen to live consciously. Mm -hmm. I'd never Mm -hmm. made that choice before. And Mm -hmm. so here I was unconsciously choosing death. And and that that was a a good uh, flip moment for me. There's a really good question that came up uh, just in terms of sacraments. Uh, in in the church, and I often have this think uh, this um, this thought myself: Is it a spell mm-hmm. to keep the cannibalistic cannibalistic theme going? 
like drinking the blood of Christ. No doubt this is oh, highly nuanced as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Uh, uh, hey, man, I tell you, uh, just think about it. Why would Jesus choose those symbols? Because it's the thing we have to overcome. There you go. There you go. So you come face to face with your cannibal nature. Your, yes. And it isn't literally necessarily actual cannibalism. Yeah. But to be dishonest and to exploit and to cheat and to deprive someone of their fair share, you're taking from their life the blessing that was meant for them. Like Abel came, took it away because of his fear. And yeah. I think that's the spirit of the resistor. When we listen, like Eve, we get deceived because it gets, see, that's where it gets inverted. You know how you're, you, you, you've mentioned a few times, well, is that the twist? Is that the flip? The flip happens inside of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, the flip happened inside the Pharisees because that's what, because he said of them, they're whitewashed graves full of dead men's bones. You see, and this is another important thing. It was in the New Testament where Jesus said, let the dead bury their dead. Okay, so he is talking to physical people that seem to be alive. Mm-hmm. But he's saying they're not alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they're actually on a path, a trajectory to death. And then it says another really good one is the parable of the, the, the son that asks for his inheritance and goes out and ends up being a pig farmer. And and then he's like, oh, I'm going to return to my dad. And even if I'm just a servant now, he's humbled. He's he's appreciative. He's he's had this very harsh physical experience. OK, because he he went and he was with the harlots and, you know, so you could say that's physical, but that could also be an intellectual experience. OK, but what's so interesting is the account is when his father sees him from afar, he says, look, my son who was dead is now alive. So that spiritual change that occurred in his son is referenced as being from death to life. Right. This is the born again. Yes, 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 yes. And so to me, what we're learning and what the archetypes are, are, you see, to me, the archetypes are giving us another way of perceiving our spiritual nature. The spiritual nature is the hardest part of ourself to see. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We only have signposts. You you can't put it in your hands. You can't hold it. You can't give one to somebody. (laughs) <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so like, so, so how can we see it? These is, is we can, we got to look at it indirectly. So I'll give you an example of looking at the archetypes in the Bible indirectly is in, uh, excuse me, I think it's in Ephesians where it talks about the works of the flesh. And it's all these bad behaviors, the works of the flesh. And it contrasts it with the fruitage of the spirit okay so it would seem that our what our choice is is a function like a regulator and what can it do it can restrict the flow of the energy because if it was just pure energy like if you've even heard about people say oh be careful with kundalini experiences you know you can 
get your circuitry fried. Like it's an actual energy, right? It's a, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Okay, so 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 it's real. It's a real thing. And so then, what I wonder is if that's that is what we're actually being called to master. Because he said Cain could have mastered it. Right. So even these, what we would say is the lower nature with insight, with, you know, it's not impossible. It's not locked in. So there is, and so see, that's the other part is, is I, mm, I have trouble sometimes is yes, the Bible acknowledges sin. Okay. So, but we sometimes really want a good excuse for sinning. We don't want to have to take accountability. I, yes, I did choose to do that. Yes, I did. And I can, but I, I, it's because I'm weak and I'm this and I'm that. Well, what does the Bible promise? There's something about the spark of Christ that can get planted in us, that can give us access to that life force energy. But we do need to be open to it. So how do we open to it? Now, this is the thing I, the next thing I want to share is there's a lot of incredible people that are opening up that have had a lot of uh, different experiences, not uh, so much biblical. Like um, there's actually one I was going to send you. I can't even remember her name. She's just a small little, very eccentric, very eccentric woman. However, she died for 20 minutes of a massive brain aneurysm, had massive brain injury, lost her ability to do math and talk, and she's recovered from all of it. And she's on this incredible uh, journey. But because of the type of damage, it allowed her right brain to really open. So she mm -hmm. has this high vision. Okay. So... So what can happen is you could listen to someone like that and go, wow, 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 that's so cool. I'm just going to follow her. But Paul said, that's not what we're supposed to do, is he said all these different people planting seeds. That's the planting of the seeds. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, the Christ. <laughs> oh, good thing. You go ahead. I, I'm, I'm not paying attention. If anyone wants to say anything, you interrupt me or if they have a, a question. No, no worries. Ahead. No, I'm just trying to flow with it as well. There are some, so just some good comments about uh, fruit is produced. It's a seed, seed, it's seed reside in it. So it yeah. could be planted again and again and produced again. Yeah. Yes, 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 mm -hmm. exactly. And so, so when I'm listening to her, she's commenting about the Bible as if what she's saying is an accurate representation and all she doesn't realize i could tell right away oh she was taught by a certain sect and was given some interpretations which i would totally say no 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 the bible actually isn't saying that mm -hmm. and i could have a fantastic conversation with her and sh and show her that what she is seeing is actually very in balance with the bible but see that's the challenge we're dealing with is the Bible has been very misrepresented. Mm -hmm. And and right now at a time when we really need it to help us. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I'm so passionate about this. This why I want to have these conversations with you. Mm -hmm. Because very quickly, very, very quickly, the Christ is so 
so finishing the point. So what I do is I look at the parts that I can agree with the wisdom and why, because it matches a pattern in the Bible. So that means that's that eternal wisdom that is written into creation because the author, like any great artist, you know, like Michelangelo, they can tell every work and every painting because there's a particular technique and style that can be recognized. And when they find a painting, it can be verified because every artist inevitably has a particular innate style. That's the truth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, this is what I would call an energetic signature. <clears throat> that there's, you know, there's there's elements of it you could see in brush strokes or in in the way that they place paints or in, in, an overall pattern, but there's it's deeper yes. than that is the energetic signature that most people haven't been taught to look for. We could look for this in kindergarten, but we're just not yeah. taught to to see yeah. it. It's uh, it's kind of yeah. like the the more the more obvious. You said it earlier. The more obvious it is, the more hidden it is. You know yes. that it it or something to that effect. Yes, yes, no. yes, yeah. yes, 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 because yeah. the one thing, like if you think about it, what Adam is like, once they did what they did, he didn't want to accept responsibility. Mm -hmm. So, 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 and yet God saw the reaction of Cain. So, so you see, because like we were talking about, we want to have an excuse for the sin we practice, mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. accidentally falling. It's an accident sometimes because what can happen is we might make a choice and we might think it's good and we might not find out it hurts someone till later. And then we go, oh, and we might rethink that mm -hmm. and want to reanalyze that and correct it. Mm -hmm. And where's that energy going to come from? It's the fruitage of the spirit. And so that was about the resistor, right? Well, how... Okay, so now that's the process. I think this is the a process is when we go in ourself in the, in the process and then we are honest and we see that that angry outburst or whatever it is, is rooted in fear mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. short-term survival. And for me, I can trace that back to the legacy of my ancestry of long, who knows, millions of years in my DNA from a, mm -hmm. a, a lower being that maybe hunted and killed its, its own, you know, like Cain. Okay. And so then I can acknowledge it and say, yes, maybe that we lived like that a long, long time ago, but we don't need to live like that anymore. Amen. And then, Okay, I'm going. <laughs> and it's the spirit that's going to give us that ability. It's and so it's not our power, you see, because Adam didn't feel any positive energy because he mm -hmm. drained it out. And so the fruitage of the spirit is a gift. And so I think somehow it's that resistor, and we shrink back and we clench and we restrict and we get stuck in those lower looping. And which is a slow downward spiral to death. But if we can trust, and that's where it comes back to Jesus, is, okay, this is what I anticipate a lot of people might be susceptible to right now, is they're looking for answers. They have made an important decision in their life. They're taking a stand. They're saying no. They're saying no to all of this 
thing. They feel there's some fraud there. There's something in it. They're not trusting. Okay. Okay. So they got that, but they're like, Oh, it's like, how do I, you know, we we're how do I hang on? We need energy. We need energy. Okay. What does the Bible say? Jesus is the chief corner stone we build on. Mm. Okay. We can trip over him or he can fall and crush us. Okay. So this is really important because there's this recognizing to me what it is, is to build on Christ, is to recognize, okay, I'm not going to give in to that fear. I'm going to trust and I'm going to rest on that. And that means, even though I heard this really beautiful message from this person and that person, and maybe there's some very intriguing stuff with astrology and it's you know, how do you explain it? You know, and, and yeah, and, and people seem to be able to get messages from who knows where. How do we make sense of it all? Keep bringing it back to Christ. If there's something that you can just say, okay, if I can see that in Christ, you know, I'm just going to keep seeing it from Christ. And why is this important? It's because when you start really, really, really having life and death place before you, okay? What's going to happen is you are going to discover what parts of your own self you don't trust yet. Mm -hmm. That's the part we're most afraid of. Because we eventually, if we're going to accept full accountability for our decision, okay, for it to be solid, we have to be standing on the foundation stone, okay? Because we'll waver. And so how do we place that amount of trust on a, a concept? There has to be a part of our own soul we will trust because we'll say, okay, that part of me is trusting this good message. I'm going to trust that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's like... Does that make sense, what I just said? <laughs> totally, totally. And this is an ongoing question. And again, back mm -hmm. to the child archetype, which is one of the primal archetypes. Uh, uh, okay. By the way, naming naming them primal, that, that is the, you know, the, the as if the primate, the, the mammal, the animalistic, and the Perfect. very, right, the very, uh, uh, the, the interpretation um, all, often being negative, right? The primal, it's like the sexual yes. urge and that, that's mm -hmm. what will, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it, it's a man's primal urge that allowed them to rape or, you know, whatever, right. whatever right. that situation. Right. And right. Um, so, so, you know, we've got, we've got this inner world uh, in us that, that appears to be a conflict. And I was just going to talk about like one of the archetypes that we're going to be teaching about is the, is the saboteur. And that's all about mm -hmm. free will, right? Like when you've got, when you've got, um, uh, uh, sin crouching at your door and, and Jesus at your door at the same time. Mm -hmm. And what is that? What is that that would cause you to make that choice, the trust that you're talking about that we don't have? And, and so I'm, 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 I'm often on the precipice mm -hmm. with this. Like it's mm -hmm. easy to say, mm -hmm. well, you know, trust yourself, but, mm -hmm. but what is mm -hmm. the foundation for that? It's, it's, I think you're pointing towards it right now. It's, it's this, it's this entry point that something, mm -hmm. it's that it's the trans, I don't want to say transcendent because it's it's not it's not mm -hmm. a disembodied transcendence, no. but but it is that um, there is there is choice in in yes. this that it must yes. be there's yes. yes 
Yes. I'm going to have to let it's you like, talk now. It, yeah, it, it, you're, you're right on it. The thing which we're working out is knowing when we're really choosing to do no harm and we're right. choosing life. Right. You see, because we become afraid of death and we want to survive and we will actually try to say we're making the right choice mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the we are predatorizing. Reasons. Yes. We're predatorizing. We're making a short term compromise for a, sh a, a, a short term fear, which actually is to choose death. Right. And so now this is important. It's so just like you said, all men will, but, but what does the Bible promise? It promises about a beautiful marriage, a spiritual marriage, and a great banquet table. Okay, and what did God do with the Israelites when they would live in peace and harmony with each other? They wouldn't be sick. I'll say, so now, okay, so imagine if we get this mastery that the Bible is actually, as far as I'm concerned, totally full of. This is what the whole story is. It's about restoring man to this, to live here on this planet in a mortal state. But that doesn't mean we're required to die. And now all of a sudden, the, we're, not, it's, we're not gluttons if we're enjoying the beautiful food that's given to us. Okay. Mm -hmm. It, 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 it doesn't have to be. So all of a sudden, what can be sin if instead viewed as the great blessing of God, now the flesh is absolute and exquisite experience mm -hmm, of pleasure mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and joy. Mm -hmm, exactly. In, in uh, Journey Codes, which, which you're part of the, my coaching certification program, we just covered the hedonist archetype. And, uh, you know, you can't say hedonist to anybody and have them them feel like you're giving them a compliment, right? And it's it's so twisted, our relationship with pleasure and, and then the, this, yeah. this simple receiving yeah. of, of a beautiful flavor of a fruit is 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 a, is a divine moment, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. but, but then like, if you have to eat 12 of those oranges and you're gorge yourself and you feel right. sick and empty right. and you're driven right. you know so right. i love what you're saying that the examples it are always uh meant to get us off our um you know purely logical things so so the, right. the brother that goes off and uh is with the pigs and and the women and all that you know right. sin right uh, they should be the one that's punished compared to the one that's virtue signaling to yes, papa yes. to papa yes. saying like look how good i am yes, but yes. inside afraid not to have the love and approval of this of the right. of the of the right. uh, the son never Never right. becoming humbled, never, never uh, getting distilled down yeah. into yeah. into the the yeah. essence. I want to come back to trust as well because uh -huh. this is this is such a, a key a key factor. And there's something about mm -hmm. um, just just say trusting yourself. There's something to to me that's inaccurate mm -hmm. about that. Like mm -hmm. it, it it's it's the part of yourself that has the direct connection to the divine. Right. Yes. This is to me the, the precipice of, of going from ego to the soul in the hero's journey, that that uh, the passage from from mm -hmm. the nurturer that wants to please mm -hmm. everybody by mm -hmm. being mm -hmm. the helpful mm -hmm. caretaker mm -hmm. to the lover mm -hmm. where it's like, mm -hmm. nope, now it's between mm -hmm. me and God. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. it. I don't mm -hmm. ask for anybody's mm -hmm. approval anymore. Mm -hmm. Now I yeah. have to contend with probably yeah. wanting God's approval. And yeah. uh, so, yeah, the, uh, yeah, I, yeah the thing with the trust, I understand. So mm -hmm. here, I'll give another, uh, I think this might help. Mm -hmm. So 
we'll use a metaphor that we're, the Bible says we're living stones. And it speaks of this, and I say it's all metaphorical, this new city and, and we'll become a pillar in the temple of God and we'll never go out. And these stones are being placed on the foundation. Okay, so Jesus is the foundation stone. Okay, the trust is when I accept to the best of my ability, I made the best choice I could in this situation. And, I, and I'll ask as best I can, what was my motive? Was my motive coming from a place of fear or a place of love? As I know myself more, I can discern that more. And then I take my stone and I'm putting it on the foundation stone. And I'm building myself on that. So the more I begin to know myself and the more I'm honest with myself, because this is important. We know that the shadow is it's like these two natures, right? So it's like one nature is more connected to the physical flesh. It just seems to me from what I'm observing that mm -hmm. that is sort of what happens with the shadow. And then the other side, when it's like the positive expression through our flesh, it's like the spirit is able to express in a positive way through our flesh, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I went and forgot what I was even going to say. And so <laughs> back to trust. That's okay. Is it, oh, the is trust, it about yeah. trust? And, yeah. 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 And just and so that's so it's that's the kind of trust is what, okay, I'm going to accept this decision. I feel good about it. I'm, I'm trusting. I'm going to rest it on Christ. Ah, maybe that stone is going to get need to get moved later because I'm open to being corrected because mm -hmm. I want to grow. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so that, yeah. you know, and that's your motive. So getting to that. Oh, I know what it was. The city, New Jerusalem, it says, has no night. Mm. And it's like, okay. So it's like mm. everything and the and the gold mm. is clear. You can see through it, mm. okay. And mm. the gemstones—they're transparent. They let light through. So it's like—I think it's like a metaphor for this expanded awareness of self and becoming total, total revelation, utter yes. revealing. And yes. this this is where it goes sideways. So people people mm -hmm. uh, revel in the shadow. Right, as mm -hmm. if the shadow is, it's, and it's a balancing between between mm -hmm. the shadow and, and this awakening. Uh -huh. And and here, this is so beautiful, right? Because it, mm -hmm. it is truly about revelation. Mm -hmm. yeah. And and it's yeah. not integrating the hidden and glorifying no, the no. hidden and, and uh, dancing with the devil, ultimately, right. In, right. in that. So this is an amazing right. point. I love that, Jackie. Oh, good. good. Yeah, because how will we know? We'll know if we will know, like, here's another example of what I believe the big uh, good example of the whole temple arrangement with the priest class, okay? So now we know the there's a promise that we are to become kings and priests and judges. And the ego wants to think, oh, the righteous are going to be kings over other people. And they're going to be priests over other people. And they're going to be judges over other people. See, I don't see it like that. Mm -hmm. To me, it's a reflection of when we enter that fully sovereign position where we have the courage 
again to come out of the shadow because Adam and Eve, what happened? They shrank back and hid in the shadow of the trees. So you see, they went, they, it, it, it's a, it's a withdraw, withdrawing from the light. Okay. And so we're going to come, we're going to come out from that. We're, we're, we're seeking to come out and be honest with ourselves. And, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> so basic. And yeah. and that it works both ways. What you hide from yourself, you hide yeah. from others, or what you hide from others, you've hidden from yourself at the same yeah. time, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's yeah. you know, that's always been my deepest desire is that I could just mm -hmm. come and somewhere mm -hmm. be myself mm -hmm. with someone mm -hmm. yeah. that, that wasn't yeah. going to be offended and yeah. afraid yeah. of that. People yeah. people yeah. are terrified of it. Now I feel mm -hmm. so fortunate I'm surrounded by people who are not terrified by that. Yeah, right? yeah, that's that's yeah. lucky because I spent yeah. most of my early life just like, yeah. oh, that person doesn't yeah. like it. Oh, they don't want to yeah. be real. And like, oh, yeah. you know, they yeah. don't like me. I, I yeah. can't get it from yeah. them as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so going back to what I was. So about mm -hmm. the temple. Mm -hmm. So when we look at it, what was those the priests? They were to have the highest quality food to eat and the highest, highest, like pure clean water and the highest quality garments and then that temple was supposed to be a place of celebration of song of dancing okay but not in a debased way not in this indulgent what we consider the lower flesh okay mm -hmm. and so then what's happened we know oh then people think oh well that means i need to starve and i need to beat myself and I need, no, it's not right. talking about that. Right. Amen. <laughs> okay. Thank you. It's about receiving the life. And, and so uh, to me, our responsibility is to do the best we can. And we got a long journey here, a long, long journey here. You know, everybody wants to be healed by God, everybody, everybody. But are we even willing to go a three days journey out into the wilderness I like, are we willing to even lift a, a finger, honestly try to do everything and not use, oh, but I'm a sinner. So I can, you know, because this is the fear. This is the problem. This is, the Jews fell into this. They thought that they could conjure life, okay, mm. through their actions, okay? Like they could right. buy it from God. No, right. no. That's not what I'm talking. Yes. What I'm saying is if we trust the process and actually say, well, maybe if I do my part, even though it's the little itty bitty tiny part, I'll make a good choice and I won't eat this bag of Miss Vicky chips all by myself. <laughs> or I won't eat this whole box. You know, I oh, won't yeah. do that. My okay? last two yeah. weeks, it's like, hey, you're not having that pie. That pie, even if it goes in the garbage, it's better than in your stomach right now. That's, that's <laughs> exactly, exactly. Heal. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So those little things. And then see if God doesn't meet us halfway. Because he says, another mm -hmm. scripture says, come to me and I will come to you. Leave me and I will leave you. So then what happened is with Christianity, it's like, oh, well, we don't. Well, not all Christianity, but it's like they condemn the Jews. See, they were trying to buy their in their their healing and they were trying to buy their salvation no you can't you can't do it you can't conjure it through the flesh but what the flesh does if you sin it if anything 
there's somehow maybe it damages the body so that the spirit is restricted. I don't know the scientific explanation for this. I don't know if it's a combination of our emotional state and our body state and our thought state that causes mm -hmm. the restriction of the spirit. Like when that releasing process happens, what would you say? <laughs> yeah, I have an idea about this is because there's a yeah. deep, there's a very big investment in, in the, um, the movement of death, right? That there's, mm -hmm. uh, it must be, it must be energized. It must be brought to, to life, right? We have to mm -hmm. use the quotations mark <laughs> to, uh -huh. uh, be accurate about that 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 it, it and it and it so the the math of it is that you you are losing energy you are losing life force yes. you're, you're yes. you know you're moving away from christ christ is moving away from you yeah. uh, and and it's very costly mm -hmm. this is what people mm -hmm. don't realize it's mm -hmm. not a neutral mm -hmm. it, it requires life energy there there it turns into debt this is the whole yeah. system of commerce mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. to me to me uh, sin as well Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. and then and then it's in that it's only that uh like you're saying about the primal I'm just putting so many pieces together here right now in in, the, in that in that uh in in the dark side of the primal that that it's now i must save my life and it's and and the programming is always now in this moment that you know we're we're running this stuff and you look around and like oh I don't even have a cat jumping on me right now. There's like nothing, nothing chasing me. So what is this motive of, mm -hmm. of imbuing death with my, mm -hmm. with life? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Here I am alive yeah. and I'm making a short term, impulsive, indulgent, harmful choice. So I can have pleasure right now. Okay. Now, sometimes pleasure is good. And sometimes it's not. This is the thing. There's no. There's no rules. You can't fall back on this. Okay. It's you can't. You can't uh, mm -hmm. set up the formula and please That's God right. and get God's blessings. That's right. So yeah. it's almost like that door is a valve, and we mm. energetically in our spirit feel it. Mm. Okay, the door came that was crouching at the door. He opened the door the wrong way. Mm -hmm. It went down. It was a downward spiral death. Okay, so that was he responded in that descent, the energy descending, because he went too far because instead of having that experience, that moment for growth he was at, he could have advanced, he could have evolved. He Who knows, he could have become the chosen one. Imagine, imagine if he had overcome that. Wow, wow, what a different experience. Mm -hmm. But he didn't. Mm -hmm. Whereas Jesus is knocking, so he's like, instead, it's like the opposite of what Cain did. You see, Jesus gave everything. It, so it's like you got to, so that's the part is to discern. And so that's why I was saying it was coming back to what I was sort of seeing as this trust. But maybe it's not, trust isn't the right word. It's to distinguish between. Because uh -huh. remember... We had that conversation and the Bible acknowledges in Ezekiel, it speaks of the future and it says that there were people that couldn't tell the difference between their left hand and their right. Maybe that's what it's talking about. This, because the energy is dynamic. Sometimes it's good to receive into your flesh and then sometimes it's not because it's this motive of the spirit. You see, it's almost like the spirit is the part that we're beginning to 
understand more like the way it it works in our body you know because the, if if i start having anger and resentment and hostility that's draining that is draining 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 mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. even though it can so, feel like a boost because people if they come up out of apathy and mm-hmm. and they go through lust and they jump up into anger and then they're you know they can be really uh, attached to it Yes, and, and yes, think it's yes. powerful, but that that yes. discernment to look in really deep and see is it yes. is it really yes. truly giving life yes. or is yes. it taking yes. costing yes. life? Yes, it's almost like what I wonder if that process, if we could compare it to a biological function in the human body, is called uh, one is called mTOR. So when the body is in a, a restorative state, and then when the body is fasting, it's autophagy. Okay, so that's when the body cannibalizes its own self. Well, maybe that's what we're doing energetically. When we give in to these massive moments of anger, we're in autophagy. Because all of a sudden, something that's toxic is it's being per, it's being seen. Okay, so it's like a spiritual toxicity. So now what do we do with it? So autophagy can be good, but not forever because you can die. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you see you see the long-term vegans, I probably will take heat for this, but uh, they, they, they disappeared over time. It's, oh, yeah. Right? Like they're, it's they're, a religion. It's it, a religion. Oh, yeah. But I mean, their, their physical bodies disappeared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. was like what you're saying the the esoph- esophagy is that the word did Atop- I get it right? Atop- autophagy. 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 Yeah. right the self eating right? yeah. this yeah. this out of uh, emptiness this uh, yeah. this self cannibalization yeah uh, wow so many so many mm-hmm. lights going off for me right now Jackie this is really exciting to be yeah. ho- and this is just a little taste mm-hmm. by the way mm-hmm. of of mm-hmm. Uh, primal power we're we're going to go for four weeks yeah. and have two yeah. hour classes yeah. just to let people know who are listening. Yeah right now that uh, I've run Primal Power. It was specifically created for the truth community. And this one I knew had to be the Mm -hmm. same but different. And Mm -hmm. uh, with all the studies in law and and looking and having that hunger, I need to find Mm -hmm. the law in the Bible, Mm -hmm. in the spirit, inside myself, and have have this point of reference, have the cornerstone first, yeah. And then I can yeah. I can look and I can see oh about going to court and I can see yeah. about yeah. the straw yeah. man and I can see yeah. about trusts and all, yeah. all of this other yeah. stuff but but from this kind of foundational place um, yeah. to to yeah. teach this discernment that is so yeah. tricky because if you just look on the surface you're gonna think you got it made with your anger or never oh, mind your pride where you're right and you're superior or yeah. or, or worse yeah. inferior yeah. maybe the same. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and we and we yeah. miss the door. We miss yeah. we we miss that pinnacle moment where, yeah. where of of discernment, where yeah. where you could enter into greater life that doesn't yeah. depend on this on this literal should I have the pie or not have the pie. It's not about this. It's like what is the motive? Is is there an empty yeah. why, or is there a full why? Yes, 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 why that yes, connects yes. you to others. Like when yes. you when you said, "What could you bring me, God, that would give others confidence, so I could lead them in this way that I know I can lead them," mm-hmm. and boom, you get this this incredible award. Yeah, 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 a medal. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. and you had the thought from a, a very innocent place, not like I need a medal because I'm not good enough. 
yeah, which yeah. is one of those key yeah. programs, right? Yeah, yeah. It it, it comes. Yeah, it, it's it's we're at. Uh, yeah, it's it's. This is so fun. I'm just like, uh, it, this is like literally everybody that's listening. If we were living a few hundred years ago, they'd be hunting us to burn us. Right. And that's the truth because we're what we're talking about, yeah. we're way off. Okay. We're talking about true transformational relationships with the spirit. Okay. Of, you know, the divine intelligence that's created all that is. Okay. And this ability to have the confidence. So now I want to, you know, talking about the law and uh, the potential for argument over this because there are, there's a range of potential approaches, okay? But remember what I said, what I've learned is I've learned to come back and be honest and say, but am I really confident to do it that way? You see, if you, that's important. Do I, and so someone might approach it and want to go into the court, okay? Maybe they're a Christian and they choose to not go the straw man way. But, and they don't even understand, why am I feeling motivated that way? Oh, and lo and behold, they go in and there's people sitting in the audience and there's some staff in the courthouse. And maybe that judge personally has begun to, to wonder about something. And you might choose that process that might be viewed secular by a certain group. But you didn't come to that conclusion because your friends told you to do it that way. In the end, you said and you prayed and you asked, what do I feel the most confident with? And then you trust that. Okay. So it's like you're, you're taking off the training wheels and you're saying, okay, God, I'm going to try this. I got this bicycle and you're going to be like wiggly and what, but maybe you don't fall down and you'll have that one experience mm -hmm. and you go, Oh yeah, I see. Yeah. And then maybe you'll never do it like that again, but maybe mm -hmm. you will end up helping someone else because remember those seeds, like we're saying those shards of truth can shine through anywhere. And so it's when I've noticed I'm, I tend to have, you know, be the most solid is when I can have, it's a feeling in my heart center that has been with me now for so long. And all I can say is it's so darn reliable. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, and I, and I just believe everyone has that. And I believe that it's, that's in the Bible too, because the breastplate of the high priest was over the heart over the heart. Right. It's the heart. It's the heart. It's all about the heart. So anyways, but yeah, I love so that. I think we're going to have that. lots of fun and, and <laughs> yeah, so I'm good. I don't know if you want to, you know, I'll let you set the time you want to ask questions. You want to change the topic. Um, I don't know. What do you feel like? Is there well, any questions? Yeah, people uh, with questions? Uh, yeah, exactly. I'd like to go, I'd like to go specifically to the, the chat now, because I've, I've had okay. to uh, not you know, just to listen very fully to what you're saying. I'm, okay. you know, really trying to get all of this stuff. So there, there are some interesting comments. So uh, Snake okay. is over on Rockfin and he says, I ain't angry. It's a hunter angry. It is a hunter angry at the predator. Mm -hmm. So this is mm -hmm. exactly what we're talking about, right? That there there may come a time where, where it's, it, you know, it's, 
um, it's fear. It's, it's like, oh my God, we're not going to survive. I have to go and, and take this right. last right. elk. I know yes. they're the last one, but we're, we're going right. to take right. her out because we're right. not going to make right. it. Right. And, right. uh, yes. you know, so that, that nuance that it's, it's, yes. it's the negative, what we call negative or powerful emotions are not always wrong because Jesus was what empowered when he went in the temple, when he yeah. drove out those money changers and turned over the tables. and So it's, it's contextual. So it's always back to your motive. And you see, only we actually, other than God, right. <laughs> know what or have the ability to know exactly what our own personal motive is. Yeah. And that's why to others it can look like sheer insanity, right? Yeah. And but I do notice, you know, that, that there I, I'm very familiar with righteous anger. This is a, a common conversation that comes up in my world. Sometimes, uh -huh. first of all, here's the acid test: let mm -hmm. your anger go if you have it. Mm -hmm. Let it go and see it, mm -hmm. if it's if it's righteous, it will come mm -hmm. through you and do its job with zero red residue on you. You mm -hmm. won't premeditate. Mm -hmm. There is not coming from fear. It will be mm -hmm. this expression. It happens. It is yeah. done and gone. And you can see the positive effects for yeah. everyone in yeah. the situation. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so that's one yeah. way. That's one way to work with it. Yeah. And uh, you know, be brave and let any any emotion that you end up getting attached to be brave and let that go, because yeah. then then you're going to see the truth of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, but if, yeah, you, yeah, but if yeah. you cling to it and you think that that's yeah. home for you, yeah. then then yeah. there'll be this like I'm afraid not to be here because then I won't be able to protect my family. Mm -hmm. I won't be able to, you know, enact those those very yeah. what could be terrible things at this point. To what degree are we having to go to um, to protect our families? So right. yeah, right, yeah. right, yeah. right, it, it, and it's going to be different for different. It's. It different is going moments, to be very, very different. And your destiny, like not your destiny, but your highest potential. Mm -hmm. You see, to me, what the Bible can do for us right now is we can come to the, I think a lot of us eventually will come to the place and we're going to ask ourselves, am I willing to go the whole distance? Mm -hmm. Will Would I go to jail? Would I? Right. Would I? So, so now it's like, okay, would I die for this? Okay. And we know a lot of people have died and been martyrs for nothing. Because the Bible says, be cautious as serpents and innocent as doves. It's not calling us to waste our life just because mm -hmm. we're willing to give it. Right. Be smart. Be wise. Be prudent. Be discerning. Read between the lines. Like if you think about that scripture in Revelation, don't add, don't take away. Well, what if the Bible has had a whole bunch taken away and a whole bunch added? Well, what do we got? We're being called to read between the lines. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Between those two forces of some wanting to add, some wanting to take away, but what the one added, the other took away. All of a sudden, we still have the enough of the bread in there for us to get this insight. Because you see, the, this is another thing I, I noticed. Uh, you'd mentioned it, and I thought, oh, I want to say, is it says of Adam that he was the image of God, but if you look at the word, it says reflection of, mm. like and a mirror image. Okay, 
a mirror Very, image. Oh, interesting. A mirror image, a mm. reflection of. Okay? Like a hologram. Yeah. Like, so it's like, ah, so what if it's like God, imagine the entire universe as a single whole, the, the concept of the whatever, you know, being focused down. Like if you ever see how your eyeball works, you know, and it says it's like the, the light is like, and then it focuses down to a point. The vanishing point. <laughs> yeah, that's like, we're almost like the, the smallest pixel that can exist in the physical that has the potential of reflecting the principles of God, the nature of God, the, the attributes of God to choose and discern, like the fact that we can tell the difference between left and right is what allows us to move. Like the very fact that we can walk is because our body automatically discerns, okay, now it's time to swing. Other foot has to change. Does that make the left foot and the right foot one bad and one good? You see, these two forces, the physical and the spirit, I believe are able to enter into this perfect marriage. A yes. symmetry, a compliment. Love experience. affair. Yes. Yes. That's what I think we're, the Bible is actually offering us. Mm. Mm. It's a participatory it. thing. Yeah. Mm, amazing, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, so for those of you who didn't hear already, Jackie and I are going to be giving the Primal Power course together starting on uh, January 30th. It's a, it's going to be Sunday afternoons. And uh, mm. there's, there's some people out there that have already done the Primal Power course. I've run it twice already. And so there will be a special arrangement for you since you'll know a lot of the material, but this will be new, the God's Law mm -hmm. and Jackie's contributions. So um, I, I don't mm -hmm. have it 100% done. I was up until 4 a.m. working on this last night, and there's still a few little bits I, I, yeah. I want to add to this and get Jackie's feedback. So if yeah. you would like to know about it, you can mm -hmm. go to my website, bethmartins.com. You can sign up for like anything there. For example, one of the archetype quizzes. If you've done all that already, then you will be getting the, um, the news about about this primal power course. There's going to be an early bird. So I always give people a mm -hmm. chance to get in at the, the lowest investment. I don't actually want to charge for any of this, but I see the wisdom in it. You know, we, we had mm -hmm. uh, more than 300 people signed up for our, our uh, go to court study group the other day and, and who actually showed up one third of them, right? So yeah. there's two thirds that didn't. And it's, mm -hmm. and I, I didn't, I didn't charge anybody. I didn't uh, mm -hmm. demand any, any commitment. Yeah. And, yeah. and so that's how it can go. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't mm -hmm. resent it. That's something that I do. Yeah. I do voluntarily because I, I don't have the skills to really, truly yeah. uh, give value there. Just hold a space. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, um, that's yeah. how it goes. So yeah, you can visit yeah. bethmartins.com and, uh, and also please do visit Jackie's uh, YouTube channel where she's got mm -hmm. amazing videos going on. I'm going to grab you a link so that it, uh, and uh, Jackie, we won't be able to get out of here without the story that, uh, that you Bye. shared in these videos. Okay. And, and, I, and I've selfishly okay. wanted to go live okay. here before, before people go watch it. Okay. Um, this is riveting. Honestly, when I heard this story, it, it absolutely rocked my soul. Now, when I thought of this story, 
for every time for the next three, four days, mm-hmm. it stopped me in my tracks. It brought me to tears. Mm-hmm. There was something mm-hmm. so big that mm-hmm. happened for me. So I'm, I'm extremely excited mm-hmm. for you to mm-hmm. share this as well. All right. I will. Okay, and so, so, so this is a true story that was personally told to me by a Dene man who's like, um, he's been chief, grand chief. He's a very respected indigenous um, individual who lives in the, what I will class as a high Arctic, (laughs) up by Great Bear Lake. So much farther. You think it's like, I mean, we get minus 40 here, there. It's unbelievable. And uh, away, when you go high Arctic in the winter, you'll have practically 24 hours of dark. Like it is hard. And so what this story he told, he was one of the students that came and we were talking about food security and he shared this story with the whole class and it just impacted me so much. So this was a story about his father when his father was a young man in his 20s. And and so I think it was back maybe the late 40s and early 50s when his community it was after the war that then because they had airplanes a lot of the native people in northern Canada didn't even know about the wars. They lived completely traditional still. Uh, I think, like, I just know of one community, they didn't get contacted till 1952. First contact, with, you know, so they're, <laughs> you know, and so anyways, they got settled. His community got settled and they had a little, like, store. It was like a little, out, you know, store, but not a real store, but just a post. And... The plane didn't come because it crashed. Now, back then, they, you know, radio and phones and stuff was way less. And they had trusted and stopped their semi-nomadic lifestyle. And this delay in the delivery happened in the winter. Okay? So they hadn't done their normal hunting. So they did not have done enough food. So then they, oh boy, you know, they said, we got to go hunting. And so all the men got together and they, they literally took all these rations and they divided up because this is what they would do when it was like critically important that they find food. And then some would try to fish and chop through the ice. And so his father and his father's friend went alone and they didn't have dogs. Some of the men may have had dogs, but there wasn't enough for all of them. So they went on foot and he said they had packed food for a week. Okay, so like I want to stress this wilderness is wild and wildernessly. Okay. (laughs) And so they went out and he said they got close to the end of their provisions and they found some tracks, but they were older. They were blowed in which meant they had to go. You see, if they were fresh, they might have gone back and caught up. So then they, these two these two young men, not knowing, has the white man let them down? Are there people going to starve? They, literally, that is what they're thinking. And so then the two boys, they had to decide who had the most strength to run. And his father said, I do. And so... They said, okay. And so his other friends said and looked at him, I will come back for you. Now, we might think that that's, okay. The one who said, I will run, what he then did is he would commit to trotting low in the snow. 
idea how hard this is. Mm -hmm. Okay. They would have had snowshoes and it doesn't matter. It's still really hard work Mm -hmm. and you'd start going. But now what happens is the moose knows it's being chased by a predator and it starts becoming afraid. So it starts running, running, but it's being driven by adrenaline. Now he has to survive and endure and he's got to run. He cannot stop until he gets the moose because he would die because he will freeze to death. Because if you start to sweat and this is cold, you won't die. So he has committed his life to getting that moose. Okay. And what is he thinking about when he's running in to the pure boreal wilderness following a little blowed in track moose tracks right and he's going and what's what's he holding in his heart he's saving all the people he loves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he is willing to run into that super high risk situation all alone And then he gets there, and you know what? The moose is lied down, exhausted, and he just needs to. And now his life has been saved because he was able to endure. And this is the, the capacity because he could tap into a higher energy for life because he was not just doing that for himself. Exactly. Yep. And then his friend came. They came and they helped him and they took that moose back. How did they find him? They followed the same tracks. Uh huh. That's how they would do it. So mm-hmm. it would not be easy. It would mm-hmm. not be easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all of them, all of them together. So this is like, I, I came to this realization uh, quite a few years ago. Because I was baffled and I couldn't make sense. How could the Inuit and the Dene survive in such a harsh land? Mm-hmm. And I realized, without fossil fuels, without mm-hmm. electricity. Mm-hmm. And I realized the energy of love is literally, their whole culture was orientated around this. And so much so, this is a true story now. This happened with the Inuit early on in Canada. Some priests went up to uh, maybe towards Greenland there, Baffin Island or something. And they came across a small tribal group of Inuit and they had a ball and they taught the young people and they took all the young people together and divided them into two groups and had them play a ball game against each other. And the elders murdered them because that was the work of the devil for them. Their entire culture was orientated to mastering the selfish competitive spirit. You see, because the only way they could survive was if they loved each other completely and would be willing to let the other one win, let the other one's needs, because they, it's always they're, they're, the, the, what they teach is that we think, oh, I want to be okay. And then they say, no, 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 I'm okay when you're okay Mm -hmm. and he's okay and he's okay, then I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. There's no individual. Okay. It's just not like that. That's why we have the hero's journey. That's why it's so predictable. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so that's the story. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's a true story. Mm. And that Amazing. is an, yeah, go ahead. Just going to say at the, at the end of it, that, that how, how, so, so he, he gave his life for that and he knew he was giving his life for that. Yeah. And, and that was, that was that righteous decision, right? And, and you made a comparison also to Christ, right? The life of Christ. That's exactly, it's mm -hmm. exactly the same uh, mm -hmm. principle, yeah. right? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so you could say the moose is Jesus resurrected. It's like his body, mm -hmm. that 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 life because that man unless ah. there was that divine intervention right because jesus said i'll i'm gonna go all the way i'm trusting all the way and that young man he well it's either god will provide or i will die but i'm willing to give completely because i love not because i want to survive Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's such a big trick because nobody gets out of here with their flesh. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. you're you're going to die for good reason, or you're going to die yeah. for no good reason. Yeah, and and yeah. Th this is so beautiful. Thank you, thank you for for sharing this here. I appreciate yeah. it. I feel like it's been breaking news, and even though it's on your channel. <laughs> It's still, it's buried in there. And and it, this is nice. I love telling the story. Like, mm. you have no idea how many times, like, I still cry when I tell the story I, myself. I see, I see. Like, yes, so much energy. So I much know, there. I know, yeah. it's incredibly charged, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, do you have a few more minutes just to go through some of the, com more, some more of the comments? Absolutely, on no okay, problem. Okay, okay yeah. fantastic. Just let me know when you need to go. Oh, yeah. And no uh, so we'll work backwards. Scott said, mm -hmm. I appreciate how you use the Bible to come to helpful conclusions. I mean, right? Mm -hmm. Because people use the Bible to come to, to all kinds of unhelpful conclusions sorry mm -hmm, i've got a mm -hmm, having mm -hmm. a connection there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and uh mm -hmm. so this is a very big point mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 this is this is a like i i i, I don't i don't want to scare anyone but literally this is heretical <laughs> if, i right. don't know if i'm saying the word right because right. it takes courage to allow yourself to consider the other possible way of seeing it. It doesn't mean you're going to make that conclusion, but mm -hmm. we've gotten to the point where we are afraid to even look at it from that perspective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what to me is the barrier. It might not be accurate. You might analyze it and go, yeah, I can see why you see it that way. But when I compare it to this bigger whole, it doesn't quite fit. Mm -hmm. And then, you go okay, great, and then you return it, and it's no. See, that's why the that's what's so beautiful as uh, uh, when we. I think this is what's birthing now, is because you see, I want you to be sovereign, and I want everyone to be sovereign, mm -hmm. because I realize, you see, I got to turn that diamond to get all those views, but you're already standing there, and in my relationship with you, you can very quickly help me look from an angle I might not have ever even thought of. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So you, you, you want that, uh, that freedom, you want that transparency more than you want anything. And the only thing that trumps that is wanting it for others. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, more yeah, than yeah, you want yeah. to survive. 
Yes, this, yes, this, yes. Right? This goes down uh-huh. on, the, on the totem pole. Exactly. So beautiful. Well, it's more than I want to be right. Because I think when it comes to the Bible, <laughs> we want to be right. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's the pride. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to be teaching about that in, in the Primal yeah. Power, the yeah. scale of action. So um, uh, Jack, Jacqueline, any relation to the creator of um, me freeing the Pooh Bear? Maybe, I don't know if that's a joke, but... I that I don't quite understand that question. Sure. Yeah, Richard, if sure. you want to clarify, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Get some love from Chelsea. Um uh Occam's razor. I I I've I I know about it uh and, and apparently I use it very well. Uh yes. do you yes. do you know do you know what that means? It's like the, the simplest uh explanation is often the right one. There you go. What's yeah. simple is true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. you I got agree. it. Yeah, if it's, it's usually complex. I can't even convince myself anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Joshua is saying, if I'm not mistaken, Cain and Abel were about 70 when Cain killed Abel and Adam and Eve had populated the world with a few thousand people by then. So I'm not uh, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so that, the, the way that, if it, if it was a literal occurrence with an actual family, that's right. That, that's what people imagine and they they believe that they live much longer the lifespan of humans was much longer but that's when you like when i pointed out you know the language the crouching the door the sin getting the mastery jesus is what the master so it's it's like there's metaphor in there and that's that's the important the deeper part is i think it's the clue there's something i i want to end with but i want the questions to uh Keep asking the questions. Okay, yeah. let's see if I can uh, go through to mm-hmm. uh, go to something. So Romans eleven spells out what the future will be. That's not really a question. Um, right. Romans, maybe I'd have to read it again. Did they say Romans eleven? Okay, yeah. Romans eleven. Yeah, yeah. I'm There's only familiar lot. with Romans thirteen. There's yeah, so much. There's, There's so, so much. much yeah, yeah, I think we're good. There's comments, but okay. really, really no questions. Okay. So go ahead okay. with what you were. Uh, okay. So, so here is the thing that came to me that was a little bit new, and I, I had a picture, but it's not here with me. And so Jesus said, the kingdom of God is like a seed, right? We know that, right? Okay, so I also have, was talking about the Fibonacci before. And for me, I've made videos about this. I believe that the Fibonacci is actually in the Bible. And this is kind of a significant thing because the Fibonacci is math and the math of growth of biology so it's a mathematical equation that's in nature and in the bible that's pretty amazing because the bible is much older than the so-called discovery of the mathematical equation fibonacci was i don't know 500 years ago or something the man who okay so then i've been really thinking about this and i was thinking about the archetypes and now you know how we talk about the sensation and we it, it's like a spiraling you know it's like mm-hmm. we can feel it it's like going through okay well the fibonacci is also a spiral mm-hmm. okay now what's i'm gonna i'm gonna draw on this piece of paper really quickly so if you had the if you're looking at it down and you say okay i'm gonna make a a spiral like this and go like that okay now what i want you to do after is go look at a beautiful picture of a sunflower with sunflower seeds in it okay because What's very interesting 
is you see how I went that way, but then I got to go the other way. Okay. And what happens is this, the flower is the two, mm. the left and the right of the Fibonacci is where is what the flower is. Wow. And this, yeah. And the seeds form in the void space. When the two Whoa. Fibonacci's yeah. are balanced mm -hmm. with each other, we get mm -hmm. seeds. Mm -hmm. And this is the this is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, make a parallel to the masculine feminine archetype, right? To to what appear to be po opposing directions of of energy, but they're not opposing. They make flowers. They 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 birth the child. They birth yeah. anew. They come yeah. together. It's 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 one of the most unharvested powers out there. Yes. And this is universal. We all have this yes. energy. This is, uh, yes. yeah, this is the first of the primal archetypes yes. that we're going to yes. be covering yes. in, in yes. primal power. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and so what I want, yeah, see, so that's why I'm like, so when I found your work, it was because of the way I for so long have looked at the Bible, I immediately saw, because to have practical tools to gain greater insight into our nature, to get mastery of our nature, to get out of ruts. We want to be better. We don't want to be, you know, how, how do we do it? Right. Because there is so much tradition that has, there's, there is a lot of baggage. So the, what I see to me, what's happened with Christianity today is the same pattern as what happened with the Pharisees and Sadducees in the Jewish nation. They had become too ritual, too entrenched with position and they had fantasized about a particular kind of Jesus for so long. When that time came, they couldn't recognize it. They couldn't see him. They exactly. couldn't recognize him. I and know. So, yeah. And so to yeah. me, that's like today. So don't be, don't think it's wrong to go. I really appreciate that the church preserve the bible while they were actually trying to hide it <laughs> mm -hmm. okay they actually everything they did was not from a good motive but yeah. the, the the result is there this book there's no book in existence on earth that's more in print than this book right that's such a gift it is dispersed the internet can crash and we could all be able to say, okay, let's agree to this one thing. I respect your free will and sovereignty. It, and, and you say you don't want to do any harm in all of God's holy mountain. And I agree. I don't want to do any harm in all of God's holy mountain. And we'll agree to respect each other's free freedom here. And I and that we want to learn how to live with love being the initiating impulse for our decisions. And we got to help each other do that mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we're like in a leper colony, man. Like, I mean, 
they are the, you know, the shorn sheep booted boat. Like, oh my, you know, you think Sodom and Gomorrah, Sodom and Gomorrah was like a walk in the park. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Amazing. What a beautiful point. I love it. Yeah. And, and uh, so that, that is how Jackie and I connected. She already had this, this beautiful knowledge of, of the Fibonacci and how that reflects in the Bible. And I teach a process called spiraling that uh, it's, it's kind of a goofy name to tell you the truth, but it, it but it's accurate. It, it is, is accurate because you can see, you go to the beach and you see that yeah. the shells have done this yeah. and the flowers yeah. do yeah. that and the, yeah. and the yeah. winds do it and the yeah. there's yeah. it's, it's a pattern. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. it's no surprise that your inner yeah. life follows yeah. the same yeah. principles yeah. and you can yeah. get ahead of the game and you can, you can, uh, you know, not, not to wield it, not to do no. magic tricks, not to be so impressed with yourself, not yeah. to glorify yeah. yourself and, and, and make it that you're so powerful and, yeah. and, and it, because it's, it's good. Actually, this, the seed is going to be insecurity that you mm -hmm. need to go and wield over. It's not yeah. like that, but it's, mm -mm. it's going like, wow, you know, mm -hmm. God gave us this, yeah. this, yeah. uh, this motion, this movement, it's already in play. I can yeah. like the devil resist it. Yeah. Yeah. Or I can, I can like Jesus, I can, yeah. I can receive it and I can yeah. play yeah. in that arena. I can play yeah. in it for yeah. fun, even, yeah. even yeah. with the worst, uh, uh, poison as, as the, you know, the movement that caused you to go to court to yeah. whatever it was to do something that you would consider to be poisonous. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but if you've, if you've got this, this other motivation that is uh, curiosity based and, and you just start to play and go like, wow, mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. is um, mm -hmm. not what it appears to be uh, every night. I, I battle with demons and uh, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, it, but I, but I'm enough into it that I've, mm -hmm. I've done this work. Mm -hmm. I've proved it to myself and, and it's often just like, Oh, it's anger. What would, what would pride look like? What mm -hmm. would courage look like? What's mm -hmm. acceptance? What's peace? Mm -hmm. Oh, and now I mm -hmm. see the whole spiral that it's not even, it's not even the point. Right. This is not right. ascension. This is right. redemption. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. And, yes. and it, yeah. if, if we finish with something before closing, because we could go for uh -huh. eight hours, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, please yeah. come back yeah. again, no doubt, yeah. before yeah. the course starts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Could, could we talk about redemption, what that means to you in the context of everything that you've studied? Oh, right now? Okay. Redemption. You Just, see, yeah. that's, a, yeah, is that right now you want to talk about if it? It's is that if it's okay with you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Ten so, worms, so I know. I, yeah, it is. Because there isn't one there is not just one you see the Jesus same thing you've been talking a, about exactly yes it's a gemstone let's say jesus christ is the the greatest most beautiful cut diamond ever so then when we look at the redemption okay it could be like cain having recognized that potential sin lower nature birthing and he, when God spoke to him, had a conversation back and asked, help me somehow, okay? And then would of that healing in energy come through him? And so you see, I agree, the message of Jesus, the part, the part of the message of Jesus that I feel is a slippery slope is yes, we can feel like a victim, yes. It That's one really, of the primal archetypes. Yeah. Yes, it can. You, it can really feel like that, and so what can happen 
is the shadow part of ourself can even be attracted to Jesus. Because he's going to rescue us and save us from ourself. So it's not necessarily wrong because they did start looking to Jesus. Right. But if we stay stuck in that victim mentality, that single narrow only... I saw this one little flick of sparkle of light off of that gem. And that's the only spot I'm looking for the rest of my existence. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You see? And so the redemption is bigger. It's bigger. Did he, is he, was he even a real person? Does it matter? Is it all a metaphor? It is okay. If you learn and you grow. And you feel love and you have experiences that no one can take away from you. Okay. It doesn't. Yeah. And that's, that's what it is. Is people are arguing, arguing, arguing about the nature of Jesus and the precise meaning. Like there's only one meaning and that's like to be two dimensional. It's a living word. It's three dimensional. And so I personally I'm not familiar with every single different definition or concept that people have for the redemption. Um, So if I was to just throw it out there, to me, it would be the part of the shadow that I just literally still couldn't even see. And as long as my motive, that part of myself that I can see is my light and then Jesus' light, his message helps, you see, and it lines up. And it's like it, it, it just allows that healing uh, quantity of the spirit to be able to flow through us. It, you know, is sort of what I would say could be hypothesized. But there's many, many, many different ways that people will believe I personally think the Bible allows it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and that's the part, the biggest part to get over. There is no yeah. single interpretation of the Bible. If, if right. you could just get over that, you'll, you'll be, that's the biggest one. Yeah. Get through that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If, if you're in touch with reality, you'll just see that it's, there's absolutely no way to do that. That you, if you read a book 20 years ago and you read it now and yeah. you, 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 you're just going to see, it's a completely yeah. different experience. Yeah. You're going to get something yeah. different because you're yeah. different and that's just yeah. the way it is. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Snake yeah. said, let God be God and he will let you be you. How beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, right? that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's really lovely. Good. That's lovely. Yeah. But I will think about that and, and keep mm-hmm. my eye open and see, because if there's a question, you'd be surprised at the answers you can find. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Questions are so fruitful. They're so uh, fertile, fertile yeah. ground. Yeah. And yeah. and they're fun. You just open yeah. them up, and it's yeah. it's not like yeah. you need the answer. It's it's the openness that is that yeah. Uh, yeah. the gift yeah. of it right away, yeah. instantly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds yeah. like to me the spiritual hunger. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. my tummy's grumbling. I should go eat. That's the spiritual hunger. A question. I'm curious. Right. I have a new situation in my life. I need new information. That's why there's always, always more questions. And we think, oh well, I'll just eat this one time. I'll learn this message this one time, and that's good. 
And then what do you do? Eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. We are here to grow the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, this has been super fun. Thank you, everybody, yeah. for joining me. Thank you, Jackie. It's uh, just a huge blessing. I yeah, have, uh, it brings me great joy to communicate mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. you. I, I wish we mm -hmm. could talk all day long. Maybe we'll invent some way to do that in the future. Yeah. 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 Good. Two hours just went by like that. I know. I know. Very yeah, fast. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Exactly. Well, uh, you want to close then? Yeah, yeah. If you need to go, uh, nope. the, I don't, I don't nope. mind at all. But I was just going to let nope. people know once again. If you visit bethmartins.com and uh, and and just sign up for one of the quizzes that's there, the the King Hero Archetype Quiz tends to be more for men. The Merpreneur Archetype Quiz tends to be more for women who are uh, interested in being valued for their purpose in a in a business context. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, I am both an archetype and business coach. Sometimes that I wear, I do the two together. I'm also training coaches and. Mm -hmm. Uh, do some private coaching with people at the same time as some group courses, which is the Primal Power coming up. Jacqueline mm -hmm. will be helping me present the the mm -hmm. uh, in this God's Law edition because I'm a little bit out of my realm, and uh, there's just so much. It's so rich. Mm -hmm. I couldn't be mm -hmm. more excited than uh, mm -hmm. uh, for doing this. And it's it's one of those things that is like, God, are you really making me stay up till four a.m. to do this? And I don't really <laughs> feel like it. And uh, but well, you know, I know what it is. I know yeah. what it is. It's, yeah. You see, to me, it's that rebel archetype in you, but the high expression. There you, see, you go. There you trust go. me, I know many Christian people that would just be too chicken to, to go out as far as you've gone out, to not be afraid, to be to not know what to expect to engage other people from a vast different Christian heritage, right? There's got to be something in you that's strong enough to be. And I think it's those healed parts that you've healed. Hmm. And now yours, it's almost like what I wonder is like, it, it, like you said, and I'm still trying to understand it, but it's like this, this healing of the archetype ascends up, 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 up into our most highest potential nature. The epitome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, at first, it helps us at our personal life, really, it, our, our, our intimate circle. And then it mm -hmm. starts helping us maybe in our, you know, community circle, but then it starts helping us in this very high spiritual relationship with the creator of the universe and all life on earth. Who knew? <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're like sisters or something. There's some there some kind of matchup. Amazing. I know. Amazing. I know. I'm yeah. blown away. I'm like, you have no idea. Sometimes I'm laying in bed. I'm going, how am I ever going to have this conversation with Beth? I got to <laughs> figure out how to, man, I can see this and I can see this. And oh, look at that. I never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> very good very good well i suspect we'll if you have yeah. the time we'll come on again uh pretty soon i just want to let people know also on the 13th i'm hosting dr andrew kaufman people are coming out of the woodwork to tell me stuff about him now it, it never it never fails you know that so it goes but it's exactly what you just said i i am fearless i don't mind uh you know just just being there and being open yeah. and what could we learn and uh you know maybe yeah. if even if the whole situation is not what it appears to be which it, it never is anyway then right. 
uh, you know, having that courage to learn. So thank you. I, I uh, really appreciate your, your very thank kind you. words. I feel honored thank by you. them. Just <laughs> remember, hang on to the good, let go mm -hmm. of the bad. Mm -hmm. So even if you find out something bad, well, maybe there was a piece of good you're just meant to have from that information. Keep it and just let go of the other stuff and move on. Right. And it's not all about you. Sometimes you're going to go into the lion's den because there's yeah. some lion that needs to hear yeah. you, you yeah. hear or feel yeah. you or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Exactly. That it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense uh, up here because we're dealing with the unconscious that makes no sense. It's one, it's yeah. one of those uh, yeah. strange arenas. But yeah, uh, but right. you can be that's full right. of purpose and uh, yeah. and meaning and and beauty and life, right? Yeah. So that's what yeah. we're doing here. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's probably that's a right. good a good note to end on. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, Lots of love for now, that. Jacqueline. Thank be you bad. to everyone in the in the chat. Have a beautiful rest of your day, and we'll see you soon. Yeah. Soon, no doubt. I don't know exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so nice. Thank you, everybody. It really Thank was. You, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do check bye out bye. Jacqueline's uh, yeah. YouTube channel as well. Bye for now. Bye bye, guys. Bye.